Welcome back. And uh, today's episode, it's a, it's a current need that I'm seeing with leaders. And what I'm finding is happening if I'm coaching leaders or business owners, leadership teams, if we say, look, you've got to spend a bit more time on planning or looking ahead or uh, fixing some ongoing problems or challenges uh, or chasing opportunities, I'm getting pushback saying, I'm too busy. I just don't have time. In the old days, I would just say, well, you've got to make more time. But what I'm finding is that people just can't. They're just so flat out these days. So you go back to the fundamentals. There's only 168 hours in the week. The last time I looked, that hasn't changed. So it's 24 hours by seven days. If you get the maths, the genius is listening in. That's 168. So you've got this fixed pot of time and it's what we do with it. So that's the first thing. So if someone's putting in even 60, 70 hours a week, for me to come along as, as an outsider, coach, uh, mentor, whatever, and say, well, right, you've got to find another 10 hours, normally they'll go, well, I'll put it on top and, and cross my fingers, and, and, and things just don't get done. So that, that's, it's not working. But in the last year or so, and I think I thank COVID for this, for lockdowns, it, it brought some ideas in that, I, that have really changed the way I work and everyone I'm coaching, um, they're now gaining uh, time. So the hypothetical I want you to think about listening in is we're, we're going to wave a magic wand and we're going to give you all an extra half a day a week free, all right, uh, to do whatever you wanted. So we've got seven days, so I'm going to give you an extra half a day granted to add to your, uh, it's now a 7.5 day week. Write down or think about two options how you're going to spend that time. Option one is that you can work on your business. What would you do with that time? Think about that. So things like, oh, the feedback I get from that is, oh, I'd spend more time perhaps talking to my customers or I might do a bit more planning or, you know, I might go out and look at that equipment I've been looking at for, for you know, some time that I just never get seen time to do or something like that. And I get people to write down, okay, option two is you're going to spend it for yourself, you know, your family, what would you do? And I, we don't, I don't normally delve into that side because that's personal, but you might get things like, you know, more quality family time or visit relatives or something like that, so a holiday or whatever. So then I say, well, so why aren't you doing these things? And again, it keeps coming back to this too busy. But as I said, I think we've been able to fix this. And today's uh, episode is getting back, you know, probably four or five hours in your week. This works, these um, these ideas. They, they're tried, true, and tested, not just by me, but people I'm working with. So let's go through them. Some of these I've covered in previous years, but I think it's a, a real current refresher for everyone. So the first one is a Forbes article. Uh, it's an old one now. It's probably going back four or five years, but it's a terrific article. If anyone wants a copy of it, just go to my website, drop me an email for the contact uh, list there on bcag.net.au and I can send it to you. But what was genius about this article was this guy, uh, I think from the US, he did an evidence-based study on, uh, and he interviewed 200 people and they weren't just any ordinary 200 people. They were billionaires, uh, entrepreneurs, Olympia, gold, gold medal Olympians, uh, high achievers at Harvard and um, uh, a few others in that mix. So they say if you get 200 people, uh, you've probably got a good evidence a database of information. And he, he asked them one question, what things do you do or what's the best thing that you do to keep productive and uh, to keep on top of things? Just one thing. And so of the 200, he synthesised that down to 15. So these are the 15. 
and we're going to drill down on a couple of these as well. So the first thing is they focus on minutes, not hours. So don't have hour meetings or two-hour meetings. They have a, oh, I have a 25-minute meeting. That's okay. So in my diary now, a lot of my meetings are, uh, have gone to 20 minutes or 50 minutes. So all of a sudden over a year, if you extrapolate that out, that could be days that you've going back just by changing that. I mean, what law said that you have to have hour meetings anyway? <laughs> it doesn't make sense when you think about it. So start cribbing hours when you can into minutes and think about it that way. Secret number two of these uh, 200 high achievers is they only focus on one thing. And this is a big one, and we've covered this in previous podcasts in, in other years or seasons, is that we know that the brain loses about, I think it's 21% of, of its uh, thinking power if you switch tasks and then go back to a task again. And you, you all know that, you know, when you, you answer a phone or quickly look at an email and you're in the middle of something, you go back to it, you're just not where you were. Um, and they call that the cost of switching. It's a huge cost. So what I do now and I'm coaching others to do is just focus on one thing, finish it, and then go to the next one. And if you've got two screens up, get rid of the one with uh, Outlook or email on, just get rid of it because it's a curse. I'm finding people saying this has been one of the best things they've done because they actually get stuff done now. Number three, one I've adopted is uh, get, get rid of to-do lists. All right, don't have a to-do list. I used to have one for years. Uh, people say, oh, I'll write them down on notes or whatever, get rid of them. Really what your calendar should become is a giant to-do list. So if you've got something to do uh, that you might think about and it's not urgent, you might say, I've got to write a plan to work with a new customer, but it's not urgent, so I'll just keep it on my to-do list. No, put it in the calendar for three weeks' time. Just put it in uh, and it's, say, a plan for a new customer. That might take me, you've got to think about it, write it up, so it might take me a couple of hours uh, always underestimate time, so I might put in two and a half hour block in three weeks' time. So actually lock these things in your diary so you know then that you're in control. Everything that you've got to do has has become calendarized because the one common thing that to do everything in your do list has is that it takes time. So if you don't allocate time to it, it's not going to get done. Secret number four is they beat procrastination with time travel. So if you're putting something off and they say the difference between procrastination and, and consideration is an absence of a deadline. So uh, if you're thinking about something, put a deadline on it and, um, you know, time travel in the future. So if you, perhaps you've been putting off going out and doing some marketing or sales and marketing work uh, because it's going to cost you and you've been putting it off and putting it off, book it in for a month's time, have a deadline on it. And if in a month's time you think, I'm going to defer that again, I know what I'm going to do, actually put a little note in maybe the day before just to stop you procrastinating again. Maybe it's a promise to talk to someone over the phone or send an email to get your brain in the gear that you won't defer it for another month. So they call that beating procrastination with time travel. Uh, number five, uh, the highly successful 200 people, uh, every night they make it home for dinner. So that's an interesting one. You hear people that go, oh, I work till one in the morning at the office and blah, 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 blah. So make it home for dinner with if uh, partner, family, loved ones, whatever. It's an important one. Uh, number six is they use a notebook. Uh, so that's one that I've always used. I carry a, a, an old-fashioned notebook around me. I find it tactile to write stuff down. So uh, if you're electronic, that's fine. But make notes of meetings, etc. The successful people don't just sit there and listen. They take notes of every meeting they're in. 
Number seven, I think is important for, I'd say a lot of people listening in on this podcast is stop processing emails continuously. As I said earlier on, if you've got two screens, shut email down and actually make email now an appointed activity over your day. So I have email appointments, not first thing. So I don't open my laptop and check emails first. I actually wait till uh, usually about 9.30, another look at about 12.30 to 1 and then around about later in the day at about 5, 5.30. The rest of the day it's shut down because what happens if you have email open all the time, you're letting other people's priorities dictate your day, not yours. So uh, turn email into a task. Um, number eight, they avoid meetings at all costs. So look at your, your year, your month, your week. Are there any meetings that you could delegate or just stop doing? It's probably a hard one. Uh, number nine, they say no to almost everything. So start, you know, what are you saying no to? And um, if you're not saying no to things, maybe you've got to start saying no uh, to things that aren't relevant to where you're headed. Number 10, they follow the 80-20 rule so that they know that 20% of their day is going to give 80% of the value and they really stick stick to those. So, or what 20% of my business goals should I be focusing on and spend more time on? Uh, number 11, they delegate a lot. That's hard for me. I don't have a lot of staff, so um, but but you can outsource. So uh, I've got an offshore website, uh, support, bookkeeping, outsource, all those sorts of things. So uh, delegate and uh, stop holding on to things that really you shouldn't be doing. Number 12 is they theme days of the week. Uh, so that's a big one. Think of the number one goal for your, for you, your team or your business this year. What is it? It might be grow sales or get more work in a certain type of industry or something like that. Well, make a day a theme for that. So make Thursday your you know grow sales day or find a new market day or something like that and, and block it in your diary. Number 13, we're nearly there. They touch things only once. So make a decision if it's an email, a call, a job, uh, they really work hard on it, fix it and touch it once and then move on. They don't just keep coming back and forward and back and forward and probably links in with some of those other secrets. Number 14, they practice a consistent morning routine. So you find the high achievers, you know, they'll be up at 5, 5.30, 6 a.m., maybe 30 minutes of gym, whatever, whatever, meditation, and they'll just do that every day as a consistent morning routine. And number 15, which probably feeds off that, is energy is everything. So if if you want uh, want that article, uh, let me know. Just go to my website, again, bcog.net.au, uh, for the 15 secrets. They're, they're really valuable. So just explore a couple of them. So in your calendar, get rid of those to-do lists and make sure you're, you diarise everything that you've got to do. And, and some of them could be three or four weeks away. That's okay, but at least you've got peace of mind that you can cover them off. So you'd almost, when you look at your Outlook diary, you should almost see, you can colour code different things too. So you can make some appointments strategic. Uh, other points uh, could be operational issues. Other other colours could be sales uh, meetings. So you can colour code appointments and your brain gets trained to them as well. One other thing I want to mention on, on time is... Uh, make sure you don't overstructure it as well so that the risk is that you do become overstructured and when you're running a team or, or leading a team or a business, you actually need uh, unstructured free time just to, to think about things. So, you know, like they say, go for a walk around the block or walk along the beach or something like that. There was a, a paper I read recently called Complexity in, in Investing 
which is a good paper in itself. But there was a line in the in the uh, in the paper about leadership, and it said uh, for business leaders, if we don't grant ourselves unstructured free time to allow the obvious to actually be seen and understood, opportunities will fly by without being noticed. Often the difference between success and failure is allowing luck to find us at the right time. So you could you could be finding you're having opportunities flying past you at a rapid rate of knots, but you're missing them because you're not allowing unstructured time. The other th- tip is if you, do, again, don't overstructure your diary, uh, the trap doing all these wonderful things like making appointments and no to-do lists, all that sort of stuff, I found that my week was just chocking up with appointments and I was starting to get behind. So that's a big trap. So what I do now is uh, I have a a mop-up time and I make that Wednesday afternoon uh, from about three till about six. I green it in my diary and nothing goes in there. And I call that Wednesday mop-up. So uh, it just keeps me ahead again uh, and uh, keeps me swimming to the end of the week. So free, no meetings, nothing like that. And the last thing I just want to talk about in terms of the I'm too busy, and this has been a game changer for me, is uh, what I call the Friday RAW process, R-O-A-R. So we're going to explain R-O-A-R in a minute. Uh, it's not the t- not my tool. It came from uh, a book by the name of Smart Work by Dermot Crowley, and I think I've talked about his stuff before as well. But um, every Friday at about 3.30, I have a 45-minute meeting scheduled and it's called RAW and I do these four things. So the first, the letter R for RAW, the first one is review the week gone. So I go back over the week, over every meeting, tasks, reschedule anything that I haven't finished, uh, check meetings for any actions that I might have promised and just add those to the calendar in the future. And then I'd review inbox for email and tasks. So it's really going back over that week for peace of mind that I've got everything in control and I haven't missed anything. Number two is is O uh, in the raw, and O is for organise next week. So next week is review every meeting and prioritise and priority. Sorry, uh, schedule, plan travel times. Um, maybe I've got to send some papers out to read f- to people. Maybe we're going to make a few phone calls to, to change some things. So really set up next week. So by the time you get into the following week, you're really off and running and you're not getting to days where you go, oh, gee, I didn't see this coming. Number three in RAW is anticipate, A for anticipate. And that's to, uh, this is terrific, right, is review three to four weeks ahead. So you go out into your diary three to four weeks ahead, identify deadlines, review travel, um, perhaps start booking any proactive actions. So I'm finding now for all meetings that are two, three, four weeks out, I'm ready for them now. I'm not scrambling in the last 48 hours to get them done because I'm anticipating every Friday. And the, the last letter is R, is to realign. What that is, is to go back to your top three business objectives or team objectives and make sure that everything I'm doing is working towards those top three objectives or goals for my business and I haven't lost sight of those in the noise of the week or the month. So in summary, it's raw, review the week, uh, organise next week, anticipate the following three to four weeks and realign to your top business goals. So in summary, I think I've given you some tools there that if you think about just implementing you know, a couple of them you'll find that you'll start to get, uh, as I found, an extra probably half a day a week in my diary, which 
now I can do the big things that I kept putting off or were too busy in doing. They have come from the 15 secrets, ditching to-do lists, and really that Wednesday mop-up time and the raw process have been the game changers for me. So if you want an extra half a day a week or a day back, do those things. If you if you want to still play the busy card and, and just be out of control, don't. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing. But I wish you all well. Thanks for listening. If you want to connect with me, you can find my website at bcag.net.au. Twitter sign is Michael Burke 173, as is my LinkedIn address is also Michael Burke 173. You can also connect directly at mburke, that's M-B-U-R-K-E, at bcag.net.au. Also love it if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And thanks very much for listening and see you next time.